Hey friend, ever feel overwhelmed, frustrated, and exhausted in your season of life? You are not alone. And guess what? You're not the first woman in midlife to experience this either. My advice is to find someone a little further down the road that can help you discover not only how to get out of survival mode, but more importantly, why to get out. So that way you don't crash in the present and lose sight of eternity. Because most likely, her hindsight will tell you the answer lies in simplifying life. My guest today, Amy Nyblak, is a homeschooling mom of six living children ages 6 to 18 and has been married to her husband, Will, for 19 years. A few years ago, God called her to step out of her comfort zone to start encouraging overwhelmed Christian mamas via her blog, Mama Reflections, and to start coaching them to simplify their lives so they could live with peace and purpose in their season of motherhood. Sound like something you'd like in this season of your life too? You're going to love how this conversation about the three keys to simplifying life resonates so much with what we talk about here on Redeeming Your Time. So listen in and get ready to be blessed, challenged, and moved to action. Hey, busy girl. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast. Do you wish you were able to actually follow through on intentions and know where God wants you to focus? Do you find yourself looking up daily routines, time management, or life balance? Do you try to stick to your priorities, but find yourself overwhelmed and overcommitted because you said yes yet again? That's not the life he intends for you. Hey, I'm Lissa, Christian time management coach, priorities protector, and recovering to-do list girl. And I get it. I filled my plate with all the things and felt stretched too thin and only half present. I wanted to say no without the guilt so I could be available for what mattered most. But I felt like I didn't have enough time, energy, or self-discipline to make it all happen. Then, God led me to manage my time with faith as a foundation. On this podcast, you'll discover how to know what He's called you to, make the best use of your time, and overcome distractions so you can be more present and lovingly say no. It's time to give your best time and attention to what matters in this season and in light of eternity. Grab something to sip and open up your heart and calendar. I'm about to show you how to redeem your time with God at the center of it all. You ready? Well, I am so excited to welcome you, Amy, to the Redeem Her Time podcast. Um, I love the fact that in the season of life that you're in, you are still finding a way to simplify Um, so my audience is probably just meeting you for the first time. So I want you to start off by telling us a little bit about you and specifically who and what is filling your time these days. Well, it's a pleasure to be on here today with you, Alyssa. Um, so a little bit about me. I grew up in small town, Pennsylvania on a farm, um, the oldest of five, And um, I've been married to my husband, Will, for 19 years now, and we have six living children, 18 down to six, every two, two and a half years, Um, and we have a couple babies in heaven as well. And um, a few years ago, uh, I started thinking, oh, I'm not the young mom anymore. I probably should kind of step up and, and help other moms who are behind me. And what kind of started that was when I had four littles, I was so overwhelmed. My house was a disaster. I, um, you know, I was just hoping no one would just drop by and I was very impatient with my kids. So Mm -hmm. I knew things had to change. So 
I did the long way. I did the research. I read books. I started implementing slowly. And over years, you know, those little changes really added up. So now um, when, you know, God started tugging at my heart, uh, that was what I wanted to share with moms, like how to get out of that and the reason why we need to get out of that stage. So the last couple of years I've been, uh, I started a blog three years ago and I added coaching about a year and a half ago. Um, So I've just been working on that. I also homeschool my kids. Homeschooling five this year. I'm down from six from last year. So that's nice. Um, Yeah. So that's mostly what fills my time, but, um, you know, taking care of them and and just our household in general, and then adding on the blogging and coaching in the, in the spaces in between, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I want to make sure everyone who's listening heard this. You have six children, you're homeschooling five of them. You also are managing a home and, you know, and doing life. So uh, needless to say, Amy is a very busy woman and has a lot of things on her plate. But what I love that you said, Amy, is that you wanted to help women to understand the reason to get out of the overwhelm. So let's talk a little bit more about that because we're all we're all in this place, whether we have a bazillion kids at home still or not, whether we're working full-time or homeschooling, whatever stage we're in, I find that women in every season still feel busy. So why, what's, what's the reason that you discovered um, behind wanting to get out of that state, not necessarily that stage in life, but just that, that way of, of feeling about our life? Well, I just remember feeling like I'd be busy all day long, you know, taking care of everyone. And I would get to the end of the day and feel like I got nothing done. And if you're a mom, you know, like you didn't just do nothing, but it just feels like that sometimes. And I think I was losing like that eternal perspective. So Mm. that's um, the reason why I want people to realize like God has called you to this. It's an important calling in your life. And I won't say it's the only calling because you're more than just a mom, but um, it has eternal impact in, you know, raising the next generation. So that's why I'm passionate about helping People stop looking at what the world says is important, Mm. cut out the unnecessary things and really focus on building those relationships, pointing your children, you know, giving them the tools and resources to grow in their faith and, um, and help them, you know, as they move on with life. But, you know, if we get caught in the, in the, the busy stages and we, and we kind of like have the, our blinders on, we're like focused on right in front of us and we miss, you know, like why, what's the big term goal? Why are we doing what we're doing? So that's the why. I remember being in those stages and not only was I homeschooling, I didn't have six kids. I had three, but I also had a husband who was in the military. So he would be gone for up to a year at a time. And I remember just being in survival mode and just like, okay, I just have to keep the little people alive. I have to get everybody fed, you know, to where they need to be back home, fed, bathed, and, and in bed. Like, and if that was a successful day, if, you know, we were able to, to do that. And, and while there was so much value and, and purpose in that, I love the fact that you're helping moms to see that, that purpose beyond that, because things do change. And I can say from this side now with an empty nest, where I don't have kids that need me 24 seven, 
Um, you know, like if, if we find all of our identity and all of our purpose and our calling in being a mom, then when they're gone, right, we have this, we have this big void and we have this big gap and things like that. So I love the fact that you're showing us like our bigger calling is to be a daughter of his, right. And then, then we just have these different seasons of our life where we are called to, to pour into, you know, different, different places and things like that. So you know, let's talk a little bit about, you know, just kind of why we tend to get in the, you know, like you said, the blinders on kind of just one foot in front of the other mode. Um, and what, like, why is that such a problem for us? And then more importantly, like, what does that start costing us? You know, what's the ripple effect? I mean, of course we feel it. Then I truly believe it starts having a ripple effect in other areas of our life. So what have you seen from your experience and from working with, with other moms who are feeling this? Um, I think some of the reasons we get caught up in that is either one, you didn't have a good example. And that was not my reason. Like my, I had a great mom. She had a clean house. Um, or we just kind of get sucked in today's culture. I think that's a huge Mm -hmm. one. We're following all these, you know, what our friends are doing or, um, you know, what the social media moms are saying we need to do to have well-rounded children. So you are so busy with, you know, going to play dates or going from this sport to this sport. And if you have a couple of children, you know, you're, you're being pulled in all these different directions and you just don't have time to just be and enjoy and build, you know, those relationships and, you know, especially if your children are in school all day and then you're rushing around, like you have minimal time with them. Um, so I, I think that's a lot of the reasons of why we kind of get into those states. And once things start, um, they kind of like snowball, like you you start losing control of this plate over here and then, and then this one goes. And before you know it, like you don't even know where to start to get out of it. So that's what I have seen. That's what I have experienced as well. And like you said, it totally does have a ripple effect because um, that stress really affects you as a person physically and emotionally. Like, like I said earlier, I was very impatient often, you know, and losing my cool. And I'm definitely still not perfect, but I've come a long way because I've learned, you know, like if I have less on my plate, less busyness, less, um, you know, I learn what my triggers are, you know, there's less opportunity. Like you just don't feel so stressed and you're not lashing out. Um, so it affects your relationships around you, um, with your children, with your husband. And then it also can affect your faith. If you're so busy, you Mm -hmm. don't have time to spend time with God. You're not in your, in the word, like you should be, so it definitely has impact on those around you, your walk with God, your health, mm-hmm. all kinds of things. You talking about feeling like the plates are falling. Like I literally, when you were talking about that, I can picture myself on the stairwell in our old house with my youngest on my hip. My husband was away on one of his military uh, excursions. And I remember just thinking, I am dropping every ball, right? Every plate is falling right now. Nothing is getting done. Nothing is getting done. Well, uh, Calgon, take me away. Right. Like just kind of crying out and being like, ah, and what's so interesting. I was thinking about this yesterday. I was on a pod, I was on a walk and I was listening to a podcast and there was also a mom who helped, you know, other moms who was a guest on this podcast. And she was talking about all the different people you can follow on Instagram or wherever that will teach you this, how to parent, you know, for this kind of kid and how to do this for your kid. And 
And I'm thinking back to, I was thinking as I was walking, when I was a parent, we didn't have Instagram. We didn't really even have Facebook. So I didn't have all these places to compare myself and to see what other people were doing. I mean, in some ways it helps you connect so you don't feel like you're an island. But in some ways, I think, like you said, it just sets this high standard of, oh, well, she can do this, you know, and then we pull like all these different things from all these different people. And maybe they're doing one thing well. And we think, well, now I have to do 20 things well, because, you know, I'm seeing all these things. So I feel like then we build it up right in our head quite a bit. And like you said, it starts affecting those areas. And no wonder we end up being impatient because yeah, nobody's following along with what the plan was and what that Instagram feed made it look like it was going to be. So obviously this is not where we want to stay, right? So as a busy mom, or just even as a you know, busy woman in general, right? Like when we're starting to feel that like angst of like, there's too much on my plate. I've got so much going on. I'm spread all over. You used the word simplify earlier, right? So like, how do we start simplifying? And here on Redeem Her Time, we're not just about like having great intentions. We're about like actually taking action. So I want you to share some like practical steps or ideas or things that we can do to start simplifying so that we are fully showing up And we're joyful in the process of doing that. Yeah, for sure. Um, One of my top tips is something you talk about often, which is prioritizing. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times we don't sit down to actually think about what our priorities are. And then we're just kind of going through life, going with the flow instead of being intentional with how we are spending our time, what we are investing in. And, you know, even how we are raising our children. So um, that would be definitely a big first step is to prioritize what's important and then take a look at what, how you're spending your time, how you're spending your money and see if they're lining up with those priorities, because there's a good chance that you need to start cutting some things out that don't line up with your priorities. So that's my, you know, first go-to step. Yeah, they always say you can tell what someone values by either looking at their bank account or their calendar, right? Because we give our time and money. And I would also say our thoughts, like what we're thinking about, you know, like that would be that third one. We give those things to the things that, that we truly value. So we can be saying one thing that this is what matters to me, but then, you know, if, if we're not investing those resources, of time, money, and, you know, our focus into those, then really we've got to disconnect, like you said. And so we're, we're somewhere out of alignment. And I find too, like with kids around, you know, it can feel like those, those needs are so immediate and maybe it really doesn't matter, right? Long-term, just because your daughter really wanted that, whatever from her, the top of her closet, didn't necessarily mean that that had to be the number one thing that, you know, you get to next. So I love kind of that, like pause and reflect and prioritize as to, what really matters most right now and then putting your attention there. Yes. So that's a big um, first step. And then next, I really love teaching moms how to simplify as much as possible. And there's a lot of different ways you can do that. There's a lot of little ways that over time kind of add up in really helping you either save time or streamline your processes. So for example, um, building routines into your day and your week, um, having weekly cleaning routines, weekly exercise routines, weekly errand days. Um, and then, you know, your d- daily routine would encompass your morning routine, your evening routine, and, and um, you know, how, how the basic flow of your day goes. So that, that takes a lot of 
pressure off. You don't have to think about, okay, what do I need to do? You know, oh, it's Tuesday. I have to clean the bathrooms. I have to do homeschooling. I need to get, um, pick up my groceries, you know, whatever it is. But yeah, it like takes the decision out because you're not having to make decisions about all those little things that have to happen anyway on the, yeah. on the daily, right? And also, yeah. do you find this like, I feel like it sometimes it takes the emotion out of it because in the moment, right? If I don't feel like it, what are you, what are we going to do? We're going to like push it off, right? We're going to procrastinate. Right. We're going to delay it to, oh yeah, I don't have to really have to do that today. But if you're like, I already decided either the beginning of the week or the beginning of the month, or just when I laid out, you know, what my year was going to look like that, like you said, Tuesdays are going to be bathroom days. And so we, I just show up and do the work. It's not like I have to put any emotion or energy into making that happen. Yes, for sure. And if you are, you know, if your kids are a little bit older, you can get them in on it. Like you don't have to do everything. That's another one I teach is delegation. Yes. Get your um, children, even when a lot of times when they're younger than you think, they can handle emptying trash cans or picking up their toys or emptying the dishwasher, um, folding laundry. There's a lot of things they can do that can really take that off your plate Mm-hmm. And um, you don't have to do everything. So that's another way to simplify. Another really big one for me was meal planning. I would waste so much time wandering the the store aisles. Like, what do I need? What should I get? Like, yeah, I would have a few things on my list. But then five o'clock would roll around and I'm like, oh, what should I make? And, you know, I, I for sure wouldn't have one or two ingredients. So then I would have to think of something else and see if I had stuff for that. So that really took that, you know, yes, you're making a decision at some point, but it's not right at, you know, when it's time to make dinner. So that, that was so one of my friends would always laugh when she would come to my house growing up. Uh, my mom would have a note card on the counter that had like Sunday and what we were going to have for dinner and Monday, what we were having for dinner. And she just thought that was like the most amazing thing ever that she could look at this card and know every dinner that we were going to have that week, <laughs> you know? And yeah, I mean, of course, sometimes things changed around, but it avoided the, I have to go run to the store. Oh my goodness. This is still in the freezer. You know, what am I going to do? And I love how you said too, like creating a routine for errands. I found that when I was kind of scattering my errands throughout my week, it just felt like I was always on the go. And now I've really kind of condensed them into pretty much one day. Sometimes I have to, I do things on two days, depending on what, what, when their availability is, but then I'm not, you know, just wasting time back and forth. We now live 20, 25 minutes from town. So it takes more time to get to those places than it used to. But, um, but yeah, that can be a way for sure. Instead of, or even like making all your appointments, like on the same day of the week, as much as you can. Right. So that way you can, you know, just be like, okay, I can, I know these other days are open for these things. And then I, I kind of reserve that for those types of things. Yes. That's super helpful. And, you know, you're not like on the go all the time, like you said, Um, one more big one for a lot of moms is just decluttering. Uh, Mm. I had so many toys, my kids could not keep up with them. So then it fell on me, like they would get so overwhelmed. So then I would have to, you know, make sense of everything. So getting rid of a lot of toys, getting rid of a lot of knickknacks and things, you know, the less stuff you have, the less you have to clean, take care of. Um, work around, fix, whatever, you know, it it really adds up in the stress of your just overall life. So cutting out those things really helps a lot. I love that. And it's so interesting how just the stuff around us affects what's going on inside of us. You know, when you see that pile or you see that box sitting there that, 
you know, you know, in your mind, it needs to be taken care of. Even if you don't stop to physically do it, it's still distracting you. But when you think about maybe the guilt trip of, oh gosh, I should be getting to that, or I keep meaning to do that. Um, or you're seeing all those things that, that need your attention. So for sure, less, less is always more right. When it comes to other yeah. commitments or things or processes, you know, and things like that, especially when you've got not just yourself to manage, which is, the challenge that, you know, moms with kids that are still at home have is it's not just your stuff and your time. Um, I, I will yes. say there is, there is, you know, a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> your kids will grow up and be independent and move out and you will all of a sudden be responsible for just you. Um, but while they're home, you want to enjoy the process and not just be barking orders, you know, all day long as you go. Right. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. So prioritizing, yeah. simplifying, such, such good things um, that can definitely help yeah. us. So as we start, then, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, and like one last thing, like, just like, don't go about this on your own, get a friend to keep you accountable or um, a mentor or a coach, whatever works for you in the season you're in, but get someone to help keep you accountable. Like I'm going to work on this right now. It's stressing me out the most and um, get someone in on it to come alongside and encourage you. So we so need that. I was just having that conversation with some of my students this morning about when we invite that external accountability, then we have another reason to show up, right? Because we've told somebody else, this is what we were doing. And I heard you say at the beginning that you started doing what you're doing because you saw other moms who are where, where you used to be. And so you, you know, you're still in the throes of kids at home and homeschooling and all these things. And yet you can still help somebody because you're, you know, anyone that you're a couple steps ahead of, you can kind of be that, like, you know, that voice of wisdom and that, you know, um, help to, to help them to shorten the learning curve and to maybe see the things they can't see uh, and do the things that they yeah. don't think they can do. And yeah, there's such, such value in that. So, so as we start doing this, what have you experienced in your own life or what have you seen, you know, people that you've worked with experiencing that this as they start simplifying and prioritizing and, and really getting intentional about living on purpose and, um, and not just like you said, you know, leaving things to just go with the flow. Well, some really big ones are like the bringing that peace and calm to your life. Like, yes, when you have six kids, like I do, it's not ever calm, calm, unless they're <laughs> not playing with friends. Everyone's asleep, right? Yes. But um, it does just in general kind of calm your inside, like you were just talking about, calms your inside. Um, it helps you prioritize the relationships that you do have in your life. You're not, um, you know, you're making sure you're intentional about spending time with your husband and your children. And it really gives you that space in your day to either help someone, you know, those last minute things that hop uh come up that someone needs a meal or someone needs a ride or whatever um, you're available. And it also gives you that space to um, do the things that God has called you to in this season. Um, I I'm a firm believer that when you are in the throes of motherhood, it may just be your immediate family, like they're your first mission field, mm. but um, sometimes God has called us to other things. And even if it's just sending people encouragement cards or, you know, like I said, bringing someone a meal, um, those ministries, or if you're a working mom, the work that God's called you to at this time, it gives you more space for those things. Um, and it really helps your emotional 
and physical health as well when you have less on your plate. Yeah. I love that word space, right? Having a spacious life. I read a book called The Spacious Life a couple months ago and just having room to breathe, having margin, like you said, for the unexpected, you know, or for the, I just want to bless somebody. Like what a beautiful thing to build in white space into our lives so that we can respond in those times and not feel like, sorry, I'm not available for something like that. So I love that. So I'm thinking right now about this busy mom who right now is just in the throes of, yeah, this all sounds great, but I just, I, I am in this place where there's just always somebody who needs me and I don't feel like I have that space. So what would one piece of encouragement be that you would give to her um, about, you know, just some encouragement to start growing in this area. So I would say the biggest thing, and it seems so simple, but it's just start. Sometimes we are so overwhelmed with where we are that we just don't do anything. And just starting with one thing, one small Mm -hmm. thing will get you going, will get your motivation going. Um, So maybe just start with listing your top priorities so you know what they are and what needs to leave, or maybe start with decluttering one countertop, Mm. Um, whatever it is, just pick one thing that's stressing you out and start. I love that. Because sometimes in our mind, we think if I can't do it all the way, then I'm not going to do anything, or I'm going to wait for the right time when I have the time to do all that. And here's what I found. Oftentimes, once I get started, some things aren't as hard as I thought they were going to be. Right. Or it doesn't take as totally much true. Thought, or it starts like building that momentum and like, oh, okay, well that feels good. And then it kind of empowers you to kind of do the next thing. So I love that. It's one small thing, right? Like just moving yes. forward. So, oh, yes. I love it. Well, we could talk all day because this is an area that it, no matter what stage of life we're in, we're always going to be coming back to, how can I simplify? So I know that you've got some resources in a blog, like tell us about what you have to offer and where we can find you. Yes, I actually have two sites right now, um, onpurposemama.com, and that has my coaching services. I'm soon going to be launching um, a course on time management and also a monthly membership. So I think by the time this episode airs, that should be up and running. Um, you can also grab my free ebook while you're there, Five Guaranteed Solutions to Mom Burnout, and um, that's right there on my homepage. And then my regular blog, I have all kinds of information for Christian motherhood, simplifying, building those routines, how to declutter all the things, um, and as well as growing in your spiritual life as well. And that is mamareflections.com. So you can um, go there for all the blog posts. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. I have written those down, so I will make sure they get linked in the show notes. And I am inviting you, Amy, into the Redeem Her Time community where I know there are busy moms and other busy women there. So we can talk more off the podcast about how we do this and about where how it fits into our season of life. So I want to invite um, those people who are listening. If you are already a member of Redeem Her Time community, then make sure you pop in. We'll have um, some conversation going on around this topic uh, on the day that it airs. Uh, and Amy will be in there to answer questions and add some value and things like that. If you're not a member of Redeem Her Time a community yet, then what are you waiting for, girl? Like, we can't do this alone. Amy already told you, you've got to have other people along the, the journey with you because 
Otherwise, yeah, we feel really stranded on an island. So I will make sure to link to that in the show notes as well. And you can come join us and grab a friend and say, hey, let's go do this together. So I'm excited. Thank you, Amy, for sharing your wisdom. I can't wait to dive more into your blog and your resources and things like that. And I know so many women are going to be blessed by this conversation today. And if you're listening today and you're thinking of another mom who maybe is in that busy, overwhelmed I'm just running from here to there all day long and, you know, wondering what I got done all day, then please share this episode with her. So we'll encourage her and give her some resources and support for this season of life. So, so as we close, I always like to kind of get into your heart and calendar as my guest. And so I just want to ask this one last question. What is one thing that you would love to make more time for in this season in your life? So actually, um, my church just started offering an introduction or whatever to biblical counseling class this mm-hmm. fall. So that is what I'm really excited about. I really feel it's going to help me serve the moms that I'm serving better, as well as even in personal relationships and Bible studies, um, be able to serve women there. I love that. And that will only help being a mom as well, right? <laughs> Whenever we can yes. get them to apply to our circumstances and situations, it's a win-win. So I love that. And I know it's going to be a blessing to many people. So are you inspired to start simplifying life no matter what season you're in? In case you're multitasking and weren't able to take notes, here are the three keys to simplifying. Know your priorities and cut out distractions. Simplify your life in order to maximize your time for what matters. And don't live by the expectations of others, but of God. So how do you do that? Well, number one, you prioritize what matters by aligning how you spend your time and money with what you value. Then step two, you simplify what matters by building routines for how to make the best use of your time. Did you hear her mention decluttering and meal planning? It's like she's listening to redeem her time because she is. And step three, be accountable to what matters by inviting others to speak into your life and help keep you on track especially when you feel alone. And I loved her next step for all of us. Just pick one small thing and do it. I'm inviting Amy into the Redeem Her Time community where we can have more conversation around this topic of simplifying life to get out of the overwhelm in any season. So here's today's community question. What is the one small thing that you'll do next to prioritize, simplify, or be accountable? Come share on today's post, and while you're there, grab some ideas and encouragement from me, Amy, and other like-minded, faith-centered Christian women just like you. If you're not a member yet, what are you waiting for? Come join our free group at redeemhertime.com forward slash community, or click the link in the show notes. And don't forget to go grab Amy's free ebook, Five Guaranteed Solutions to Mom Burnout at onpurposemama.com. No worries, I'll link that for you too. Okay, friend, we'll see you over inside the Redeemer Time community, where we'll talk more about this. Thanks for joining me for this episode. And until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need for what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity. Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart, because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So... What was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile. And that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real life answers too. Speaking of which, 
grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.